In this episode, we're going to talk about the role content creation plays in growing your business. We're going to explore how Kurt does this at his company, Abra. Kurt and his company have won a bunch of awards and are crushing it in the healthcare marketing space. Uh, they've been doing that for many years now. Introduce yourself, Kurt. Tell us why you're awesome. Uh, my name is Kurt Hoffman. I founded Abra Marketing in 1999. Um, I guess I, I think the the best thing I've got going is that I just I really like what I do, or actually I love what I do as far as helping uh, doing doing marketing. Um, and I really care about doing a, a great job for our clients. Um, so I, th I think that's why I'm still doing this business 22 years after starting it and um, continuing to grow. That's exciting. Tell me about Abra in general. Like, what are you guys doing uh, for your customers? What type of customers uh, are you guys mostly serving? Yeah, Abra, I started Abra as a, we, had, we were initially a graphic design shop. Um, but quickly expanded to web and I, I worked in marketing for 10 years prior to starting the agency. So anytime something would come up, I usually could handle taking it on and helping our clients with that. Um, that was all, we did a lot of really cool, exciting projects from TV commercials, um, lots of video, all sorts of branding projects. But um, what we focused on over the last couple of years is, digital marketing for healthcare, which is healthcare is just, I started in healthcare in the early nineties, had a really great job in healthcare marketing for five years. Um, and um, it's always been, we've always had at least 50 to 60% healthcare clients. So we just know it really well. We're really good at that. And so we focused on this, the digital marketing um, that, because I've just found all the different things we've tried the package of the different services that we're offering now all really work well together to um, bring ROI for our clients. Um, I also really love healthcare because you're really, you're helping people that have some problem that is really making their life miserable. Mm -hmm. And then you have these providers that we're serving who can help that person. And we're removing this barrier between that person that's suffering and the person that can help them. And right. that's just really rewarding to, um, to do that versus selling other kinds of goods or services. Right. It's like the most worthwhile part of marketing, it, it, helping people connect with something that's going to uh, benefit them and like change their lives in a meaningful way. Exactly. I mean, uh, so you go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say like classic example was um, one of the, patients of one of our clients. Um, this guy was, I think in his sixties, had always been really active, but had developed really severe ankle problems to the mm -hmm. point where he could just barely sh shuffle down the street. I mean, he'd have to kind of walking down a block was just torture. He'd kind of just have to shuffle sideways really slowly to get anywhere. And he ended up, there's just this amazing, um, you know, uh, ankle replacement technology out there now, which he got and just totally gave him his life back. We had the um, TV commercial we shot of him. He's off out going off jumps on his mountain bike. Uh, yeah. It's just amazing, you know, so 
that's that type of thing is just really really rewarding yeah changing people's lives feels good <laughs> for sure uh okay so uh tell me about the content you guys are currently creating why is this type of content uh specifically valuable for the healthcare space well again what we're doing is it it's marketing but i see it as education patient mm -hmm. education people are out there suffering with different issues that they don't know what's available to, to help them um mm -hmm. you know like that gentleman i just referenced there, there's there's all sorts of things where, and and the technology it's amazing how much it's evolved since i started the agency even um it, it's constantly changing in people's perceptions of what's available to them um you know just are often not up to date on on what's available to, to mm -hmm. solve their problem and so we're really telling the stories of what's out there um what the current things are that are available to them and helping raise the awareness level of the solution to something that's um making someone you know not happy mm-hmm so education, do you find yourself normally publishing like case studies? Is that normally uh, your wheelhouse as far as the types of content you're recommending that your clients uh, create or that you're creating for your clients? We really run the gamut. Um, we, yeah, when we can, those patient stories are great because, you know, like, you know, me telling that story about the guy on with the ankle problem, I mean, it, it helps people get take in that story uh, more easily when it's a, a human mm -hmm. story of someone's journey from being miserable to having their life back. But we, we also, you know, sometimes it's just from the doctor's perspective, ex helping explain what that um, new procedure is. So you, you can't always get, um, you know, the, the, in contact with the patient. So we, we go with whatever we can get our hands on to, to keep that story moving forward. And, and mm -hmm. I would also add that, you know, education is an always an ongoing process. So it's, I think a big part of it is, you know, our clients, we're working with them every month to constantly mm -hmm. evolve that story and um, talk about it. And, you know, maybe we start with one article from the doctor's perspective and then we're we're teasing out pieces you know key points from that story across social media that then refer back to that fuller article and then maybe down the road there's a maybe there's a patient that further helps illustrate that so it's an ongoing process that takes multiple pieces that keep presenting it you know in different ways to keep raising the bar you can't you know it's like sometimes marketing's like teaching a child you you don't just say something once and they've got it they you know it's it's you're repeating it and then you're expanding on it and over time that's how they grow and and, and learn about a topic right right um so here's a topic that i'm really interested in like how about reviews how how do these play into your content strategy uh before we started talking uh, we were looking at this application that it sounds like you're about to launch for your customers. It seems like it makes a lot of sense. Um, how do you foresee uh, that playing into kind of the greater strategy here? Well, yeah, I mean, review generation is huge. I mean, we're all, 
you know, whenever we need something now, we're, we're turning online to, if there's a problem where the first thing I think 99% of the people out there do is they, they start researching online. Mm -hmm. And when you see a bunch of reviews about something, that's a great way to determine if you, if it's something, you know, get more information about that and determine if it's the right solution for you. I mean, you're, you're crowdsourcing to everybody who's ex had experience with that company and um, telling it in their own unique way. And if you can, and I, that's just is really super valuable. So it's really critical to help, encourage as many of those reviews as possible from from um from uh patients slash customers of the business yeah and it's i think uh like one of the first things that most companies especially companies like uh you know these private practice medical professionals like that's the first thing that they just don't get to because they're too busy right asking their customers for reviews you know, they're not marketers, they're, they're doctors, right? Right. So like, that isn't something they do very well. So you coming in with Abra and being like, Hey, I can do this for you consistently every single time. Uh, it seems like it's a pretty high value thing for them. Right. And it's really important to have a proactive program in place. Right. Um, it's, it's really interesting as we've been researching some of the different companies that are able to tap into the patient uh, electronic medical record systems and automatically generate those reviews following a, a visit. We have a number of clients that they just have, have historically had terrible reviews online, but mm -hmm. what happens and yet they're, they're bewildered because as they go throughout their day, most of the people are really happy. Um, mm -hmm. I was just talking to one of a surgeon that we work with the other day and he was talking about, he's like, Hey, I saw 30 or 40 patients today and everybody was happy. And then I had this one person that just, you know, couldn't, right. I couldn't not make them happy. Um, but what we've been seeing, there's this, one of these systems, we just started beta testing it this month. And this client has like a 2.4 out of five star rating online right now. Mm -hmm. But what happens is they send these, they send the survey out that um, gets the person to do an internal re review, a, a, re a review that's recorded internally. And then mm -hmm. they're offered the opportunity to post the same review um, on the review sites. Mm -hmm. Their internal reviews, and this has just been beta testing since January 1, but out of hundreds of reviews, they have a 4.7 out of five. So right. that that more accurate reflection of their practice is not being reflected online. And so programs right. like what we're deploying are going to help get, get a more accurate portrayal of the practice on online because you'll get more people, a, a better cross section of, you know, people are more likely to, and this has been, the, fa the case since um, I started in healthcare marketing in the early 90s is people are more likely to go complain than they are to, to say something good about somebody. So, right. uh, I mean, that you didn't need review sites to, for that to be happening. Um, they've just amplified it. But um, yeah, so this is, uh, it's really important to have that, um, th that proactive program in place. 
For sure. Yeah, it's really interesting insight. Uh, I think I've seen the same thing as far as the companies that I've worked with. Uh, unless you're consistently asking your customers, hey, how did I do? The people that are angry are going to go leave the reviews because, you know, somebody who's happy is just going to be like, oh, that was a great experience. Great. There's no right. motivation for them to go say anything. But the angry person, they have a lot of motivation to, you know, throw shade all over you. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So um, do you ever hire help in content or hire professional help in content creation? Um, so this would be like internal content creation versus external content creation. Um, you know, take, creating content takes a lot of energy and effort. Uh, do you usually do it all in-house or do you use uh, third-party services like Express Writers or uh, like Upwork um, as far as onboarding contractors to do that type of stuff? Historically, we've either had it, it's either been internal mm -hmm. team members or we're hiring out. I mean, it is a really critical position. I, it's it's really the bulk of, of what we're doing is you have to you have to have that content that then drives everything else. So um, yeah, we've always either had someone internally or we're we're hiring writers. I I haven't used any of those sites. Um, you know, we've the the <laughs> the company's kind of been at a in a kind of a um, you know non growth mode over the last couple of years as we've mm -hmm. been making this, this pivot, um, to this focus on healthcare. So I imagine, or I expect that as we're, we really start to take off in this space, we're going to have to, I'm going to need to figure out a good source for getting that content done. Mm -hmm. Um, currently we have a team that's a combination of internal and external writers that's able to handle our, our, flow mm -hmm. but i'm really going to want to tighten that up as we grow um, mm -hmm. to get people that are really strong in the healthcare space um, yeah of, of telling that that you know it, it'll be a lot easier i mean again in the past we've been across all these industries so for example right. we have some uh we've some, somehow managed to get a number of wastewater clients in <laughs> and cool. um so I had to go find, we were trying to write that stuff ourselves and we spent six um, miserable months doing that. And I finally yeah. went and found a water engineer with, who was a writer. Um, wow. And she's been fantastic on those accounts. Um, I mean, it, it's incredible what she comes up with, but I'm going to want to be finding those people that are really strong. And that's why this new focus on strictly on healthcare will be um, so much better is because if having to find all these diverse writers, we'll be able to get a, a team built that is mm -hmm. really strong healthcare writers only and, and be able to just focus on that and, and getting really good at um, the healthcare content. Yeah, it's definitely challenging, particularly getting like external help and uh, managing contractors to write content, because it's not just about like writing the content, but it's like, it has to be great content, you know, like it can't just be okay. And then on top of that, it's like, 
Uh, are they providing the pictures, you know, or are you having uh, to go and kind of like do all the graphical work yourself? So then you're kind of like having to manage two different people for one piece of work. And then, you know, like once they finish the post, like let's say it's inside of Google Docs, like who's actually publishing it onto the WordPress site? You know, there's like so many little steps involved and um, like so many things that can go wrong all along the way. Uh, so it's definitely a, a tricky piece when it comes to writing great content. <clears throat> right. Yeah, for sure. So here's my last uh, question, Kurt, uh, and it comes uh, back to tools. Um, what have been your go-to tools uh, for creating, uh, storing, uh, brainstorming uh, content? Are you, do you know, you, do you just open up a Google Doc or uh, like, how do you manage uh, your content process? Um, I th we've got a fairly simple lo-fi system for that. I mean, we really are just using, depending on the person, some people are just sending back and forth Word docs, but we're, we're using Google Docs more and more um, because it's easy for to share and for people to weigh right. in and have access. But yeah, really the, um, just the Google Docs is, is really what we're using for for the content we're always open to tools i mean one of the things about the agency from the beginning is that we've always really worked hard on researching and leveraging really strong uh, tools that support our work um mm -hmm. and throughout the years um and that's always helped differentiate us by having some really cool systems in place and so different apps and software that we use to support our work um, we've been doing that again over the, I mean, at this time we've really been doing that as, as well. Uh, we switched our, the time management system that we were using since 2004, about two years ago, that's been a game changer. We've mm -hmm. implemented a number of softwares that have really completely changed the way we do our work over the last few years. So that's really exciting. So, um, I mean, if there was something out there, I, I would definitely be open to it, but for now this, this actually is, is working really well. Yeah. Google docs is great. Uh, I definitely use uh, docs every day in kind of our content cycle. Another tool that I've been looking at, I think it's called like Blogly or something like that. It's fairly new. Uh, is it enables you to synchronize all of your WordPress content with this, you know, mobile app and uh, pretty much like edit and then resync with your website um, so that you don't have to like give permission for people to go into your WordPress site and potentially break something. Uh, and, you know, writers don't always, they're not always technical people. So being able to kind of lay everything out in a third party and then synchronize everything with the, the WordPress site, I'm finding is, is a pretty awesome uh, tool uh, as far as kind of like simplifying that workflow. Um, yeah, so Kurt, thank you very much for your time. Uh, I've really appreciated just your insight, particularly in the healthcare space. Um, it seems like you are creating some pretty awesome content for the the clients that you're working with. Uh, hopefully I can have you on again uh, where you can talk more about uh, what you're doing in the healthcare space. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Bye.